Well, welcome back to the uh, the Vedette file where we catch up with some alumni as they pass through the, the building here. Um, I'm John Plevka. I'm the host. It's been a while since we've uh, done this podcast, but we're uh, we're very happy today to have Carl Hulse join us here. Uh, Carl is, as you probably remember, is a Vedette Hall of Famer. He was a charter member of the Vedette Hall of Fame a few years ago when that was first established. Um, he's on campus this week. We'll talk a little bit uh, about why he's here this week, but Carl, happy to have you hey, with it's us. It's great here. to be here. I love being back on campus, so I feel very old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has that effect, doesn't it? A lot of, a lot of youth around here. Um, Carl, what, a couple years ago that you graduated from ISU? Yeah, (laughs) it's funny. So I graduated actually December 76, but walking through the quad, it doesn't feel that long ago. It it doesn't. It's something odd. There's a a timelessness on college campuses that really is. But uh, so catch us up. So since 76, let's hear the the path. I I immediately upon graduation uh, began work at the LaSalle Peru News Tribune which still exists. I was born in Ottawa. I didn't really want to work at the hometown paper because I already knew all the secrets, so there was no way I was going to survive that. Was there very briefly, but uh, got a good grounding. Went to the Kankakee Daily Journal. Was there for three years. And went to the Sun Sentinel in Fort Lauderdale from there. The Chicago Tribune owned that at the time. Florida was booming newspaper-wise. And they were recruiting people from Illinois because they knew, knew us. So I ended up there. And then five years later, I went to Washington, sort of on a lark. I ended up with a job at Thompson Newspapers, which you mm. might remember. It was, yeah. a, I, right. it was 100 or so papers uh, scattered around the country. And, you know, we wrote on individual members. It was sort of a crazy operation. We even mailed some stories back to those <laughs> papers. Uh, and then got in with the Times, uh, New York Times. They used to own 36 papers around the country, and a bunch were in Florida. They wanted somebody who was in D.C. who knew Florida. I happen to be that guy, and I've held multiple jobs at the Times. I've been the uh, night bureau chief uh, during 9-11. That was mm-hmm. quite an experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I chief congressional correspondent, Washington editor, uh, running the bureau and uh, controlling the news uh flow and now i've been chief washington correspondent for a few years and uh you know get to pick my shots which is pretty nice in our business absolutely well you've certainly made us proud here the vedette family uh as i mentioned the hall of fame status uh uh, with the, with the work you're doing and continue doing, authored at least one book. Yeah, I um, wrote a book about uh, 2019. Came out about uh, court politics, uh, federal court politics, a right. lot on the court, and uh, turned out to be a hot topic. Who knew? <laughs> uh, right. So I'm watching that very closely. But I, you know, I can't say enough about the vedette. It was really launched me. Uh, it was a professional environment. We were publishing five days a week. It was tough. Right. right. But uh, I really, you know, we really learned. And a lot of people who were in with me at that time went on to journalism careers. Most of them uh, didn't stick it out as long as I have. But right. uh, really an important part of my life and education. Let's take a minute and just, you know, describe for us if you can, just in a, in a few words here, because that's a, it's a topic that could take hours, but just the culture as you see it for, for news, for the news media right now. And those of, uh, those of you who've been in the, in the trade for a number of years and, and looking at and now talking today with some young people who are looking at, at a career uh, down that path. Um, how do you, how do you evaluate the culture as it stands right now, or the environment, I guess, that um, 
And where it's going for young people, what's the outlook for young people uh, yeah. as you it's as you It's tough. See? I mean, it's, it's, it's in flux, but I think journalism is still strong. Right. And it's just a different way of presenting it. I, even the New York Times, you know, we've really, really gone heavily into digital. It's all about our digital subscriptions. I think eight hundred or 900,000 people still get the paper, so right, folks right. keep getting that paper. <laughs> but, right. you know, there's a real emphasis on immediacy in journalism right now. Right. You know, I used to go cover something in Congress in the morning. I'd noodle it, maybe go to lunch, and then, <laughs> uh, you know, write a 900-word story. And right. it, I considered that a lot of work. But now we, you know, we're filing all day, and we're, we're really on top of things. I think that's where the business is heading. And, uh, you know, if you're in the business, you need to be doing everything. You need to be doing podcasting. You need to be doing social media. You might even want to learn to code. Right. You know, we right. hire some people who can code. And the one worry I have about that is that the the more thoughtful sort of uh, enterprisey stories might go away a little bit. And right. I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea. And, right. You know, that hasn't happened at the times where we have tremendous resources. I'm not sure everybody's going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I still think people want to sit down and read a story that says, okay, here's everything that happened. Here's not just what happened in the last five minutes. Right. So, you know, but it's also, you know, it's it's not a not-for-profit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly right. Exactly right. Well, you know, we talked about this off before we started a little bit in terms of just the vedette and the sort of the – the trajectory of the vedette having been a strong newspaper for many years relying on that print product and how we've just beginning this year moved to a fully digital um, environment and uh, putting trying to put the tools in the students hand to prepare them for you know what you're describing and you know to the vedette's credit i think you know we've placed a number of kids in in those in that world and hopefully we can continue to continue to do that because what you describe is <laughs> that is the yeah, new reality I mean, and that's not going away it's sad to lose a print version, but it's hardly the only place. And I just think your audience here is not going to pick up the paper. That's right. Uh, that's just kids, young students, not kids. But, you know, this this generation just is not acclimated to that. I mean, that's they're right. looking at their phone. That's exactly And right. so uh, it's probably was the right decision. And, uh, you know, and it's what is going on in the right. industry. You know, the right. New York Times, I don't ever want to contemplate the day, but, you know, they've talked about themselves. Sure. Uh, doing cutting back on print they haven't so far and print's still strong and profitable but you know there could be a time hopefully it's 10 15 years you know where a couple right. they put out a big sunday product right. or something right. you know it's just just the way it's going exactly i'll bring a little closer to home here you've talked about walking through the quad and sort of the timelessness of being on campus um what is there something that might stand out from your days here at, at isu uh being from ottawa and coming down here and then you know connecting with the vedette and working i think to getting some uh, stories published in the pantograph anything stand out from a fun memory or just anything actually that what kind of gets me is that a lot of the big buildings that are here now were built when mm -hmm. I was here. So I experienced a major change in sort of the face of the campus, the new library, the union, even the bowling and right. uh, billiards thing, which we thought was pretty amazing <laughs> that we were going to have that in college. Right. Now colleges have all sorts of stuff like sure. that. But, you know, it was a transitional time and it's really worked out. I think the university's done great, you know, right. and I still have, I have relatives who've come here, uh, family members, 
my sister got a master's from here, I believe, in education. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's the kind of place that you can be uh, proud you went to and send people back, right? I, I had a really great experience here. But it is, you know, I always think of Rites of Spring, which was <laughs> of one of the big giant events right. for us. And also, as I was saying to the uh, people at the Vedette this morning, you know, when I got here, normal, you couldn't buy alcohol in normal. And so that happened when I was here, and that was a monstrous change. Right. Uh, and, you know, create a lot of restaurants, a whole different vibe around right. the place, because right. those weren't here right. right at that time. and. You know, you couldn't. It wasn't that easy to go out for dinner, really. A lot of we'd be spending a lot of time when I was a freshman going to Bloomington, right, right. which uh, seems close now, but back then it seemed very far away. And then you mentioned the April Fool's days. Back oh, then, they yeah. used to publish the Vendetta. Mm-hmm. Um, were you a part of? Uh, I was your... part of a Vendetta. <laughs> it was pretty, pretty rude, I have to say. <laughs> I think it was actually in when you guys did that wrap up of of. Yeah, uh, I think it okay. might have been on there. Yeah. It was. It was pretty crude. <laughs> the, uh, the university administration was not happy. Oh, I can imagine. I kind of, I was like, eh, I don't know about this, but the editor at the time, Brian Adair, who was uh, okay. a funny guy, yeah. he, he's like, yep, this is what we're doing. I go, okay. <laughs> uh, so give us, uh, what brings you back to campus? So, I know it's related to Founders Day. Go ahead and tell us a little I'm bit about getting an alumni achievement award, which is really nice. You know, it's good to be recognized Absolutely. by the places that you came from and I was eager to come out and uh, participate, and uh, you know, it, it's good. I'm, I've gotten a lot of uh, years in, and it's nice on the sort of at the end, somebody go, "Hey, you know what? You did a good job." Absolutely, yeah. richly deserved. Absolutely, richly you, deserved. Let's take a minute here as we wrap it up. Catch, catch us up with the family. Um, we've so got a couple of boys. I've got two sons. Uh, one went to, who's in grad school in Vermont, but he went to the University of Vermont in Burlington. My other son went to the uh, University of Colorado in Boulder. I said if we'd have had a third kid, we could have sent him to Berkeley and hit all the B socialist capitals of the country. Uh, my one son is in Denver, has got a great job, and is a diehard skier. Uh, my other son is actually going to what's called Vermont Law School right now, which is separate from the university, but it's a, a small. But he's getting a master's okay. in uh, environmental policy. Okay. The kid is a born Capitol Hill staffer. He has <laughs> been working on Capitol Hill in offices since he really? was fourteen. So wow. you know, he, he's at my wife Kim uh, works at National Geographic. She has been there uh, thirty years plus. Uh, actual geographer. And so where I tell my kids, I go, don't worry, you guys are never going to have jobs like us for 35 years, so <laughs> right. uh, don't worry about that. But, you know, we've lived in Washington. My kids were raised on Capitol Hill, and I used to say to them, you know, not everybody does all their field trips at the Smithsonian, so, uh, you know, take <laughs> appreciate what you have. You bet, absolutely. Well, thanks for catching us up there, and, and thanks for taking the time today, and, and congratulations on the yeah, alumni award, richly, richly deserved, uh, and, and really thanks for for the work that you do. Uh, you know, I know 
we know, and as a former editor myself, it's it's kind of, it can be a thankless yeah, <laughs> often uh, is. A way of life for us, but uh, we also know and recognize the satisfactions that can be had. But uh, we appreciate your years. We appreciate what the New York Times does and, and represents for us. And we talked about earlier with the students how delicate everything is right now in terms of these institutions that we thought would were you know untouchable so with with the watchdogs and with the the institution that you represent uh we do appreciate everything long hours and and a lot of times a lot of thankless hours that you put into it is it's interesting that after all these years i've really in the last six or seven years really appreciated much more the role of the media Mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's not easy but it's still fun Good. Glad to hear that. Well, hopefully you've got uh, a number more years with the New York Times. We'll continue. You can follow Carl on Twitter at it's just Hill Hulse. Give him a follow. Uh, he has a lot of good stuff there. Certainly watch for him. He'll pop up on television every so often. We'll see a talking head. As he said, I think this was your line, not mine, but when they need an old guy to, yeah, they <laughs> to, ba- out. Yeah, to balance, <laughs> balance the, out the, the, three, the team. 20 and 30-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, every time I do see you on TV, we couldn't be prouder uh, back here at the Vidette, knowing that you got your start here at the Vidette and, uh, and have gone on to, to represent both the, the the newspaper, the organization here, and the school very well uh, in, in the larger world. So, Carl, again, thanks uh, for your time today, and uh, congratulations. Good luck tomorrow. We hope the weather cooperates enough that they can and pull Nothing off the event. About that. We'll keep our we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. And uh, thanks again for joining us today. Thank Carl. you. All righty. And that wraps up another edition of the Vedette File, where we catch up with former Vedette staff members as they visit us here back in Central Illinois. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with Carl, and I mean, hope to see some of you back here on campus on March 26th when we'll again host the Vedette Hall of Fame induction banquet. That'll be at the Bones Student Center in the Circus Room, and tickets for that event can be found on vedetteonline.com, where you can make your reservations now. We hope to see you in March. Thanks again.